Hello, this is Marcela Alatorre Shirazi. Welcome to the podcast Anemia in a Nutshell. Today we start with the police. Every breath you take, because as many people who suffer from iron deficiency anemia, it's quite difficult sometimes to even breathe when we're going up the stairs. And we have the privilege to have with us the registered nutritional therapist, Carolyn Mason. I'll be telling you a little bit more about her. And she will be speaking about the iron deficiency and the relationship with the thyroid, with our moods, with our hair falling, and the depression as well. Let me start with the medical disclaimer. The content of this podcast is mainly general information and personal experience. I do not pretend nor have the intention to substitute the advice of your doctor's treatments and diagnosis. Thank you, Caroline, so much for being with us and sharing your expertise. Uh, Caroline Mason is the nutritionist who actually saved my life when I was severely anemic. She quickly, in two sentences, explained to me the supplements I should be having and the natural food. So she was great, great help, and her advice practically saved my life from being such a low-level of iron and ferritin, I managed to now be at range. Caroline Mason has with her partner, Roberta Baldo, an amazing website that is called Baldo and Mason. I'll tell you the details at the end, but they are experts in everything considering gut health, weight management, optimal, optimal health and longevity, mood imbalances, and woman's health. Thank you so much, Caroline, and welcome again to Anemia in a Nutshell. Marcella, it's an absolute pleasure to be here today, and I'm really looking forward to chatting with you today. Thank you, Caroline. Well, could you please explain to us what is the relationship of the thyroid with iron deficiency? Absolutely. So first of all, I think I'm going to start off with talking a little bit about the thyroid and what hypothyroidism is. It's important to note that it's a predominantly female um, issue with one in eight women will develop hypothyroidism. And what our thyroid is, is it's a little sort of butterfly-shaped gland that sits at the base of our throat. And um, it is responsible for releasing hormones that help us to regulate our energy and to help our body regulate. And it controls things like our heartbeat, our digestive symptoms, how our neurotransmitters are made in our brain, which we're going to come on to. So it, if our thyroid is out of balance, it has a massive effect, not only on our metabolic rate, but on our overall health and well-being. Mm-hmm. So that's really the thyroid. Now, in terms of how does iron affect thyroid function, well, it's actually very, very important. And I think that it's important to note that the two symptoms of hypothyroidism and anemia can be very, very similar. Mm-hmm. So symptoms can include for hypothyroidism, all these are going to sound familiar, constipation, hemorrhoids, hair loss, brain fog, fatigue. Do not, they not 
not sound like an anemic person too. So it's important in the first instance to establish if you're looking at anemia and hypothyroidism and low iron levels, is it that the patient is hypothyroid? Is it that they are iron deficient? Or is it actually both? Mm-hmm. And that's really, really important, important point thing to point out. So the reason that iron is so important is we have a hormone called a thyroid stimulating hormone. And this is converted, it's a very complex process, but it's converted into something called T3, which is our active thyroid hormone. And for this to happen, we require iron. Well, that's very interesting. So everything is going back to the iron deficiency that can yeah. cause hyperthyroidism. And that's why many people with the thyroid problems, they have a larger neck than usual. Uh-huh. And it's very mm-hmm. amazing that you mentioned constipation and hemorrhoids because yeah. half of the population suffer them. And if we can understand that they're related to the iron deficiency, it would be much faster to heal. Like many gastros will yeah. just do an operation instead of saying, well, push your iron levels up and B12. So thank you so much for opening the, our eyes. You're the first one to mention it. And it's so much, something that so many people suffer silently. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's it's so important because what tends to happen is people do go to either A, suffer and don't talk about it, or B, end up going for surgery. And that's not really establishing the root cause of exactly. why. Mm-hmm. Why is And what myself and who I work with are passionate about establishing root cause for sustainable change in optimal health. So with the thyroid, we need to make sure that your iron is at a, not at within range, but at an optimal level, that you have uh, efficient levels of iodine. And you mentioned how the neck you can get this bulging in the neck. And that that can sometimes be because the thyroid is expanding, trying to draw in iodine, because that's another cofactor that's essential for the production of thyroid hormones. Mm. You also need selenium, which you can get from things like Brazil nuts, and very importantly, zinc too. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have iron, then you may well end up with a thyroid that is not functioning optimally. Now, what's interesting about that is you may then be diagnosed as being hypothyroid, but your iron levels have never been checked. You are then put onto something called levothyroxine, which is commonly prescribed for hypothyroidism. Yet still, you're tired, you're constipated, your hair's falling out. Because potentially, if your iron is still low, you're still going to get all these symptoms, regardless of whether or not you are put onto treatment. How so can I doctors think miss this, Caroline? Sorry huh? to interrupt you. How can doctors just miss the, the importance of the iron levels, as you mentioned, the ferritin, and you had told me B12, D, and folates. They all contribute for iron absorption. How can doctors just yeah. miss it totally? I mean, do, do we need for them to have more I training? Think, mm-hmm. I think it's two things. That, and I think um, I'm certainly talking from the UK's point of view that a GP has such 
limited time within the NHS budget that it's unfortunate that they can't go as in-depth. We will spend an hour and a half with a client as an initial consultation. So I think it's a time issue and an awareness issue. And I think that sometimes, unfortunately, things such as also if you are taking iron medication, um, sorry, iron supplementation, and you're taking thyroid medication, they interact with one another. So it's essential that you take them apart from one another. Otherwise, you're going to not absorb either correctly. So the recommendation is at least a minimum of an hour but if you possibly can, up to four hours away from one another. And that's, you know, that's very, very important. But if you have got hypothyroidism that is related to low iron, then obviously you need to test in the first instance Mm -hmm. as to what your iron and your mineral levels are. And at the moment, I appreciate that can be tricky because of the current climate of don't. But there are also home tests to to check your iron levels and actually thyroid levels. So that's something that we um, do with our patients, that we get test kits sent to their home address. Very simple, very easy. And their knowledge is power. We can then look at the results and move forward. That is fantastic. I didn't know this existed to test iron at home. And I have a question. Do you think if you have iron deficiency, and most likely people with iron deficiency anemia will have hypothyroidism, do you think if we correct the iron levels, with the hypothyroidism eventually go away? Or, or will the thyroid be restored once our iron levels are at range? So that's a very interesting question. So there was a study done in 2012 uh, published in the Endocrine Journal And it said that over 43% of symptomatic uh, patients, which that means patients that have the symptoms of hypothyroidism, were anemic. Mm -hmm. So that's 50%. So I think we couldn't sort of say breaststroke across the board, that if we got the iron levels into optimal level, that the thyroid would then most certainly, you know, become come itself into optimal range but it can be it could mm-hmm. but it could be numerous factors stress has a big impact on the thyroid the other minerals that i mentioned have a big impact on the thyroid yeah so we need to look at the overall picture you know but absolutely iron is key and then what happens if you become hypothyroid you produce less of what we call hydrochloric acid in the stomach. Mm. And that is for absorption of all our minerals. Sorry, so it's like I, a you got Once you've got the you can't absorb potentially as well all your vitamins and nutrients. Sorry, Caroline, you got cut off a little bit. So you're saying that uh, hydrochloric acid is essential for... Yeah, so... When you, if you're diagnosed with hypothyroidism, one of the symptoms that can happen is that you, everything kind of slows down in our body mm-hmm. with, with hypothyroid. So our production of our stomach acid, hydrochloric acid, can slow down in hypothyroidism. And this precious acid is needed to break down our, vit, our macro and micronutrients, that's our carbs, our 
proteins and fats and fiber, but it's also needed to, to help us absorb our vitamins and minerals, including iron. So you can see, you could have low iron, you could have hypothyroidism, and it could actually get worse. You could become in a loop of malabsorption mm -hmm. and things getting worse. So what's important is as soon as you feel, or if you feel you have symptoms of anemia or hypothyroidism, including brain fog, fatigue, weight gain, constipation, hair falling, and hemorrhoids, there are numerous, then it's really important to get tested. And, and like I said, there's these very simple home testing kits that can be ordered directly to your house that are very reliable. Um, and that, that will therefore knowledge is power within this um, environment. Thank you. Thank you so much. And you would help them to treat them and, and for the mineral deficiencies and see if you treat the thyroid yeah. together or separately yeah. from the iron deficiency. Yeah. Now you were thinking hmm? overall, and then also look at how it's uh, if if a patient has got low iron, what other what other parts of their health is it having an impact on? Is it impacting their thyroid, or it could be impacting their mood? Um, and I think that's something that we could touch on, Marcella. Yes, and, and their immune system, and some people also get eczema. <laughs> As are, as, because the immune system starts being hyperactive because the white cells also don't get any iron. But you touch on, on something so important that women are near the age of menopause, but now at every age they're suffering from, that is depression. Please tell uh -huh. us a little bit more about that because I, I can, I mean, you have such an expertise with all the clients that you see. So depression um, and mood, and actually thyroid is all sort of combined because I specialise in weight management, um, disordered eating, mm -hmm. of which many are on the spectrum in some way because there's a lot of pressure for us to look and be a certain way, unfortunately. So it's really important that part of um, the investigation that we do with our clients is to look at their mood and if they present with depression or anxiety or low mood, it's really important to assess their iron levels. Mm -hmm. And there's a very, very good reason for that. So iron is a cofactor. So it is involved not just in within the red blood cells and everything to do with anemia, but it's in, involved in many, many processes metabolic processes that happen within our body and one of which is it's involved in the role of production of neurotransmitter in our brain mm. yeah so what are neurotransmitters neurotransmitters are chemical messengers in our brain um and i don't know if you've heard of serotonin have you heard yes. of serotonin Yes, please yeah. explain to everyone what, what it is and what it produces. It's, it's so good to touch on it. It's our happy hormone. It's what regulates our mood. Um, and it also is what regulates our appetite. So if serotonin is low, we tend to want more sugar. and It can actually lead to binging in some people if they have low levels of serotonin. So you can have low mood, excessive appetite, and also serotonin converts to melatonin in the evening oh, so to help sleep. 
So these neurotransmitters that neurotransmitters that are missing iron will create our cravings for sugar and also affect our insomnia and interrupted yeah, sleep absolutely. patterns. That's amazing. Exactly. And also, it's another if serotonin is low. We make serotonin in our guts, not just in our in our brain, and it helps with the motility of our guts. So if serotonin is low, we can become constipated. So another reason why low iron, if it's affecting your serotonin levels, can lead to constipation. Oh my goodness! And then imagine when they give you bad iron supplements, then it's a war in the colon, not only with the constipation from already the serotonin and the thyroid, but with a bad, like they say, iron sulfates can be really toxic and damage our gut even more. Wow, this is really eye-opener. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just serotonin, Marcella, it's dopamine as well, which is involved, which we use dopamine to feel motivated. It's our reward neurotransmitter. So if dopamine is low, we can feel unmotivated, which I'm sure quite a few people do at the moment. And it can also lead to an increase in addictive behaviours that might be. And it doesn't have to be a full-on addiction, but, you know, shop, uh, shopping, a little bit too much alcohol. Yes, at the moment, the alcohol levels. Dopamine can drive those behaviours. And iron, mm-hmm. along with magnesium, Vitamin C and B vitamins is key for dopamine and serotonin production. And if either of those are low, then you may well experience these symptoms that we're talking about. And it would be really difficult to maintain your weight. Oh my goodness, no Because if neurotransmitters are low, they drive behaviours because we don't like the way that we feel. So we want to change the way we feel, so we tend to use food. Um, and so at the moment, you know, weight can be an issue in lockdown. If you've also got an imbalance in neurotransmitters, that can be a double whammy. And our choices for food will depend on our mood as well. And you had mentioned also the vitamin D. Ah. Vitamin D fixes all these minerals and um, vitamins. So we need to, and, and especially in the winter months, Yes, so vitamin D is really, really important to mood and to, as you said, immune system. So it's said to modulate our immune system, vitamin D, which means if it needs to be increased, then if it needs to be down-regulated, then that vitamin D's role. So it's important, especially during lockdown, that we try to get outside as much as possible and expose even if it's cold try to expose your arms and your face so that you are able to synthesize vitamin d through the skin Mm, and i would say that if you're not native you know if you're not native to the uk and you have a darker skin type you have a greater need and may well need to supplement especially during the winter months that's very interesting how you you mention because many people just want to give you a supplement 3000 looks but you're also uh-huh. mentioning how important it is for the skin to synthesize the the vitamin d because it, yeah mm-hmm. that, that's i'm very happy you're mentioning that it's- 
And, and I think what's also important to note whilst we're on vitamin D is during these times of COVID, many people have seen the importance of vitamin D and we're all looking at our immune systems. But again, at high level, vitamin D, it's a fat soluble, so it's held within the fats in our body. So we absolutely must test, and again, you can use home test kits, and we must take doses in line with those test results. Not really be guessing what vitamin D level we should be taking. It's, it's important to assess our levels. And I would also always suggest with all our clients that we test them at the beginning of the winter um, and just as they come into spring to make sure that we're keeping within an optimal range of vitamin D. Well, thank you, Caroline. Thank you. I didn't even know these tests were available. And uh, with the supplements for yeah. iron, you have also a very good range. The one you recommended to me practically saved my life. I didn't know that it needed to be natural mm -hmm. iron with B12 and uh, folates to transport it. So thank you so much yes. for all this information. We have people from more, more than 20 countries listening to us. And I know you can also see clients with the new technologies. Where can they reach you if they can send you an email or Instagram? How can our, the, our listeners get, get in contact with you? Touch. So the best way, we, we, we see clients internationally. Um, and, you know, obviously with Zoom, it's very easy for us to do. So the best way to get in touch with us is to go onto our website, which is uh, baldo, B-A-L-D-O and mason m-a-s-o-n dot com or you can email us at info at baldo and mason dot com we'll get that to you just as soon as we can okay thank you so much caroline this really has yeah. been an eye-opener and you have mentioned things that no one else has spelled for us we hope to have you in another episode and thank you so much for your knowledge Thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure, Marcella. Happy to help. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I will give Caroline Mason's details in the description of this episode. I hope it has been helpful to you. And we finish with some Irish dancing. Hopefully we can get our iron levels up and dance along. <laughs>